Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, this episode of the Babs Experience Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Decadence, Arizona. Uh, we're going to do a little festival recap. I got my good friend Nick here. Uh, Nick, say hello. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, my name's Nick, in case you missed that part. Um, I grew up in Clearwater, uh, Florida, went to UCF, uh, joined the Marine Corps. Now I'm over here in Yuma, Arizona. Uh, so a little bit of a scenery change, but uh, I get to go to some uh, some dope festivals out here. So it has its yeah. pluses in that field. You get some new experiences yeah. besides the old Florida festivals, you know. So let's uh, yeah. let's 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 dive into this. Um, so uh, decadence. I said yes, it right this sir. time. Uh, for those of you yep. who don't know, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not decadence. I was saying that for like the last year <laughs> instead of. <laughs> dance i've been saying oh decadence um, i wanted to say something so many times too i was like bro come on <laughs> yeah it's definitely not that folks so decadence arizona all right so that's one of the festivals that takes place on um new year's eve if you don't know uh it goes along with countdown new year's eve and it also goes along with the other decadence in colorado um so let's do a little bit of a festival recap here um i want to talk about for starters, the actual festival grounds per se, because I, um, okay. for those who don't know, um, there's some festivals around this time because it's winter that tend to be inside in convention centers. So tell us about this one. Was it in a convention center? Was it outdoors? Was it half and half? You know, go ahead. All right. Okay. Uh, so first, it was uh, I'd consider it outdoors. Um, it was in one of those uh, one of those stages when a big tent. You know, it was it was covered, um, but it didn't have sides to it. Tents, uh, so you fucking shit. Bro. Oh, dude, I, I love tents. They're so they're all, they're a whole different world, man. Stop you right there. We'll only talk about yeah. tents for the rest of the episode. Um, okay. Tents all right, are good. no, we're just <laughs> but no, tents are really cool, dude. There's like yeah. the best way to describe the tents is like you'll feel as though so you're you're already. It's like another world within another it's, world within another world because you have oh. the regular normal world. You have right. the festival world. Because when you're in the festival, you... That's you, a completely different you know, world. The music, well, yeah. yeah, you don't even think about the real world. Yeah. Um, and then you go to these tents and you're just in mm-hmm. the tent. You're yeah. in the tent. You're immersed in the music. You're cut off mm-hmm. from all the other stages, everything else that's happening. And particularly in festivals that are outside, outdoors, and partially right. during the day. You can like go in the tent and then come out and it's nighttime and you're like, whoa, bro, you're like, like where? Well, yeah, are how many we? how many days was yeah, I in there? How long yeah. have I been here? But uh, no, tents yeah. are cool. I love I, I I tend to like them. Um, I just, just something about them is a different vibe. It's a cooler vibe. But continue. So you yeah. have one stage is oh, in a tent like structure. Yeah. So uh, one stage was there. Um, another stage was in uh, I'd call it like a warehouse, uh, kind of thing. You know, barn if you want to. Um, barn. You know. Yeah, I you mean basic, basic, barn. <laughs> basic four. Okay, it was the a barn. barn. <laughs> the barn is like with cows and horses and sheep, and it's like you're just raving and there's, <laughs> there's cows in there going, Moo. like okay. it just can't okay, picture, be a barn, bro. Picture a wide metal barn. I swear that's exactly what it was, dude. Painted red and everything. One would call that a warehouse. <laughs> Okay, see that's what I started with. So <laughs> yeah, I would like <laughs> so to go. There. Warehouses are pretty cool too. I haven't been to many. Um, the one that sticks out in my head was Buku has a stage called the Float Den, and it's okay. 
in so Buku is staged around Mardi Gras world. For those who don't know, nice. Uh, and not yeah. to get off on this long tangent, but Buku, one of the stages is called the Float Den, and it's this. Okay. It's a, it's you walk into the warehouse, and then to your right is this. You walk in a little bit, and you, to the right is the stage, and the stage, and then all around you when you're in and at the stage are floats that are used in Mardi Gras. They call it the Float oh, that's, Den. Oh, that's super. But cool. But it's in a warehouse. It's pretty dope. Um, oh, that, I've, that I've is. Got that videos, is dope. I've got a couple of videos on my Instagram about it with like G Jones and stuff. So anyways, um, but yeah, those are pretty cool. So the That's two cool. big stages, those are the two main. Yeah. Anything else? Any other stages? Uh, yeah, they had a, they had a couple little little smaller th- things. Um, like you've been to EDC, like the Corona stages or uh, like yeah, the, the boombox sets boom that bombs. they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had uh, they had three of those each day as well. Did they have any you know, so. people walking around with? There any moving no. stages? No. No, the uh, the grounds weren't that big. It wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't inside it wasn't inside of like a venue it was uh like smf kind of thing you know where the stadium was right. right there so they were at the convention center but outside of it somewhere else that makes sense yeah um so let's yeah, talk not, about not the stages themselves so let's just talk okay. about the two main ones um mm-hmm. which one the one in the warehouse what are the names of the two what's the one in the warehouse and the uh, one, one the in the warehouse is the royal circus that's right royal circus so yeah. Which one's what's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, Grand Pavilion. So which one's bigger, the Royal Circus or the Grand mm-hmm. Pavilion? I would see in my head Grand Pavilion has to be bigger. I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, they they were kind of close. Grand Pavilion was bigger, uh-huh. um, but not not as much as you're probably picturing. So you know? which one was? Usually, it seems the festivals do like one is more of an artistic feature. You know, it's a stage, right. but it's got more of a design to it. It's got more statues art what installations however you want whatever you want to phrase it as yeah the other one's got mainly more screens which one was which um i would say grand pavilion had uh had more stuff outside of the stage um you know streamers and and different uh artworks sculptures i guess call them um you know dancers and stuff like that um whereas royal circus was uh almost almost like a smaller version of base pod if you can picture that you know where it's like really wide you know with just a mm-hmm. bunch of screens like the base pod from this year yeah yeah okay the base pod so we're for those who don't know we're comparing the base pod that is oh yeah my bad yeah because it, it's changed every year so i don't want to yeah. let people be like it wasn't like base pod you guys are idiots so like because <laughs> <laughs> you know someone would say that someone would be like guys don't yeah. know what the fuck they're talking about um yeah uh, the uh, base pod from <laughs> you know, I'm a funny guy sometimes. Yeah, um, the base pod though from this past EDC Las Vegas um, was a little bit bigger. Uh, I actually have a picture of it up on my Instagram. If you really want to go see it, you can check that out. Um, I'm not trying to promote my Instagram, but it's there if you want to see it. Um, don't don't lie, yes you are. Of course, everybody follow yeah. me. Follow me right it's now. It's um, for real. No, <laughs> All four people that listen, please follow. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding, it's okay? God. Um, so stages are cool. Tell me about the production yeah. on them. Um, like I was asking, so w- w- which one had more uh, screens and such? I I think screens are, I mean, obviously the visuals affect one. They're, they're awesome. Um, screens, I would probably say Royal Circus. Um the screens at Grand Pavilion were uh, were a bit more spread out, if that makes sense. You know, they got the big big square one behind 
uh, the artist. And then they didn't really have much outside of that. And you know, more, whereas more art, artistic stuff around it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Royal Circus had a, you know, big screen in the center and then a couple out to the side, as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, but Grand Pavilion definitely had a had more production into it. It seemed like um, with the lasers and you know the coordination of the lights and fog machines or smoke, whatever you want to call it, um, streamers, confetti, whatever. You know, Absolutely. so it, it seemed like they, they put a little bit more work into that one and kind of just were like, hey, you can have all the screens, you know. What about the lasers? Tell me about the lasers. Yo, the laser, lasers are, lasers yeah, are sick, man. Tell me about the lasers. Yo, yo I just, I'm, I'm saying New Year's, exactly on New Year's, all the lasers, all the confetti, all the fog. I couldn't see anything. It's like a perfect video moment. You and I loved it. Oh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't. I'm sorry, we won't go there. I forgot. I yeah. forgot. Um, yeah, but, Actually, we, I mean, we can, but. I mean, good. we could do a gist of the story. You left your phone in the Uber on the way. Yes, yeah. And I, I was unable to record anything left for the night. the phone. Yeah. yeah. We had no way of getting home, by the way, after that. You did not tell me that. That's so no. funny. Yeah, we, we were outside <laughs> the festival grounds for two hours. It's... 30 degrees, I am hugging, you know those lights that have a generator on them? Mm. I'm hugging this thing because it is the only thing above 30 degrees out there. That's fucking hysterical. Oh my god. Yeah. They're just freezing your ass. Okay. It was bad. It was bad. But lasers (laughs) lasers are awesome. Um, Yes, lasers are wicked. They seem to have made quite the come up and are appearing everywhere more and more. So that's something that obviously people like. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely like they, they've there's been a progression there. They were there. Yeah. Now they seem to be everywhere. They in, they've in always every been set. they've always been big in uh in Europe. I don't know if you've seen the videos over there, but uh a they few. always have mm-hmm. like just a crap ton of lasers and they like they do them differently than we do here, right? So here we kind of we shoot them like straight or a little bit of an up angle. You know, over in Europe I've seen videos straight into the crowd. Which, first of all, is like you got to go blind, Not, but yeah, someone's. But I feel like it would look pretty cool, you know. <laughs> I mean, the videos come out and they look very cool. Exactly. Um. So tell me about. Was there anything else in the festival, like any cool art installations and all that? Like I know, you know, Vegas has a lot of art installations. A couple others, do right? Something of that um, nature not, or, or something interactive. Really. I mean, they had they had a couple. Uh, they had a couple of things like a, like a candy tent, uh, which was actually pretty cool. So, you know, like how they have vendors and stuff. Right. Um, you could go over and you could you could make candy. You know, they had all the beads, all the oh, okay. um, you know cords and stuff. Yeah, you could go you go make candy and then you know go trade it, right? Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, I don't think there was a charge for any of that either. It was it's all free. Like, like a, yeah, it was like a like a sponsored thing, you know. So that's even better. I mean, trading candy yeah. is something that's super uh, unique to our community and super special in a way. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. That they had a free candy making station, actually. Yeah, it was it was I'm pretty sure. dope. But uh, art wise, they didn't really. Yeah, true. They didn't really have much uh, much artwork and stuff. So it was uh, it was more focused on the music, the stages. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, a lot of people, it's it, it's hit or miss. I feel like with the artwork, I feel like it's a lot more big festivals that do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see it like EDC and stuff, but EDC, E Forest, 
Um, oh, Lost Lands true. had one, yeah. a couple things. Lost Lands oh. got a bunch of dinosaurs, but yeah, they, they also had the. But... Well, you know, you heard about <laughs> it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's all right. It's all right. You know, 2020 is your year. Um, let's get in. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I highly recommend that festival to anybody. But let's get back to the festival at hand here. Oh, um, yeah. Right. Let's talk about the uh, artists you got to see. And mm-hmm. let's start with um, day one, obviously. Oh, okay. We'll go in order. Uh-huh. We won't go out of order this time. Okay. Um, <laughs> so day one, give me you yeah. know the three big artists you saw. Uh, I'm sure you roamed around and all that, obviously, because this is your first time at the festival. So let's just go with like right. the big three that you saw that day. Yeah. Okay. So uh, first day, we started off with uh, Whip Cream, right? Which, for those of you that don't know, um, is this little blonde girl that will absolutely rip your spine out like i don't know man i i literally never heard of her before and then she came on at edc and i just lost it you know and same thing here you know i was i was telling the guys you know we got to go see whipped cream play and you know she gets up on stage and they're like oh oh that's just gonna be a fun set you know like looking at her and then all of a sudden she just plays what is it like blood it's one of her songs and it's just it's evil, man. It's evil. It's wild. It's evil. <laughs> Dude, it's, evil. It's crazy. <laughs> evil whipped cream. Um, but yeah, she she's um one of those that's up and coming. She's definitely made a name for herself. A lot of people know of her now. A lot of people don't still. But she's. Right. I saw we we saw her before together. Yes. You had informed me. Yes, I was unaware seen. we had seen her before. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think I think what it is is she played she played right next to uh Kezo, you know, like time wise. So yeah. if you if you were unaware that they changed over, it would sound like one long Kezo set. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um and then I've seen her at Buku and she killed it at Buku. So yeah, Ooh, she's nice. she's on yeah. the the uh the radar. Um go ahead with your next guy that you might have seen. All right. Um, so the guys that I went with uh, were more into like the house scene, uh, party music kind of thing. Uh, so we went to see Chami and Mala, and that was that was actually pretty dope. You know, uh, not really my it was a back the back to back set, right? You said yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just didn't hear you over the the headphones. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a very unique set to see. Um, it is. They bring a certain. They have a certain chemistry for back to backs that is yeah. different really in its much. own way, and you don't see much. Yeah. Um, but it's big enough to go somewhere with it because they've done it at Tomorrowland. Right. They've done it at a couple big festivals, yeah. and I know for sure Tomorrowland. Um, and Tachami and yeah, it's just a weird combination, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's a, it, it turns out to be very very well. Um, one of the, yeah, like, like we're saying, one of the better back to backs to see. I've never seen them back to back personally, um, but yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I mean, you know, Gristronics will always have my uh, my number one, you know. But yeah, we'll get to them on the day two for sure. Yeah. They're they're that's too hard to pass up. That's going to be something we we oh, do absolutely. a little deep dive in under them. Um, so yeah. tell, how was Tachami and Malas pretty good? Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I mean, like I said, it's not really not really my scene, but for for not being my scene, I still had a ton of fun at that set. You know, yeah. which is surprising for me. I don't 
you know, I kind of know what music I like, what music I don't. And, you know, I kind of went into it like, you know, this could be all right. But, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, that's the joy of festivals is that you might may generally speaking you may find somebody new that weekend that you yeah. start to like or, or somebody that surprised you like right. you're saying like you knew if you, we know Tommy, we know Mala, we've heard their music right but then you right. see them live and, and sometimes they surprise you and you're like wow i wasn't expecting yeah. that person to put on that type of show mm-hmm. um that's awesome um so next uh do you roam around do you go see anybody next or yeah. um, uh, who bounce, is the next your next favorite stages. i should say <laughs> um yeah next that is worth mentioning would be uh Elenium's live set and that guy just every time something something about him you know always a blast to go see um absolutely kills it constantly you know i'm loving loving what he's doing with his new music you know with his new live sets and stuff as well you know bringing some heavier stuff in you know but keeping keeping the emotional side to it as well still there yeah, it's important yeah, it's that you keep. I mean, I think in in yeah. At first, I was actually pretty opposed to the bringing in a dubstep. Um, but as long it's as he does throw, play. as long as he does throwback sets, I'm not too worried about it because I right, enjoy right, right. the throwback sets. Um, that's mm-hmm. just different music, man. I just, it just yeah. I always it's tell a whole other level. It's a whole yeah. other level. Like I tell people that like I love what he's doing now. I was a little opposed to it at first, <laughs> in full honesty. But I'm a I I'm an millennial all the way for that stuff. And I remember, like, I was trying to explain to people that had, we had just recently took some friends to go see Elenium for their first right. time, I think, a year and a half ago. And they got, so they got to see him, like, play some harder stuff. Right. And um, I was with some of the boys, and I was, like, we yeah. all were, like, we had all seen him before he started playing hard stuff. Right, right. And we were just, Back, like, like, three, four years ago, I yeah. Was like, we just all were, like, you know, that was good. That was good, but that, that that just didn't compare to those old sets. Not that they. Yeah. I mean, I think now, like his Vegas set was blue. Don't mind it was, it was yeah. one of the top I've I've seen of his, mm-hmm. even better than the original throwback sets that I love. But this, man, yeah. I just there's a whole different vibe to those throwback sets, and it's hard to explain there to is. someone who yeah. hasn't seen them what those vibes are all about, and right. just the different. It's like the music, the way the music can pull out like the different emotions that you you know. It just, right. it just, it's just, it's good music. It's got a good beat. It's got a message to it. Like people can relate to it. Obviously, a lot of people relate to it. That's why he's so big. Right. But it's right. um, yeah, man. It's just hard to describe those throwback sets. If you haven't seen it, like it's yeah. just like ah, you haven't seen one of those old sets because even his throwback set sets mm-hmm. aren't exactly the same as how they used to be. Um, right. Which is fine. I mean, it, you can't, you know, it's impossible for yeah, an artist. Yeah, you can't reproduce it. Exactly, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's impossible for an artist to right. really mimic a full throwback set because you yeah. can't play everything. You can't please everybody. But they are right. good. But it's yeah. hard to describe that old set to people because it's like, yeah. damn, man, nothing, ain't nothing that good like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard uh, I heard his Infinity remix the other day. You know, I was just going through some of my music. That's such a good song. And, dude, I, I was just skipping through and I was like, it started and I was about to press skip and then I like realized and I was like, Oh, okay. All right. And I just stopped everything I was doing. I just sat there. One of my, I just like flashed yeah. back. One of my top, I would say two of my top songs out of, of all time are his remixes of say it and disarm you. And it's very hard for me. Disarm you used to be number one yes. for sure, but yeah. it's super hard to pick which one's 
better. Those remixes are so Man. they're so melodic. They just bring oh, such good freaking vibes, bro. Those those I think are tied for uh for second for me. Actually, I got Crawl Out of Love. I think is gonna be my first top. one. Yeah. What about his uh, Hasley remix? Okay, that one's good too, though. That we'll one's really that, good. Like, that we'll one's that, that one's there. just as far up there for me. Oh no no no! For me, it is. Crawl Out of yeah. Love. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I would say, I would say it goes. Oh yeah, Crawl Out of Love is even too good. It, it it hits a different level. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I can also, just I heard, it, I heard it at a different time, so like you know, it has more like memories to it. I think is part of it. Absolutely, I I would have to agree with that because I and I yeah. that was the first set I ever saw in my life, first rave that I read in my life. You, you were with me, was same, with same, yeah. Elenium. We saw Elenium and we mm-hmm. heard Crawl Out of Love that night. Uh, played oh, live with geez. the melodic just bass pumping. Oh, it's um, ridiculous! You know, it's so good. Um, you know what's funny is, yeah. is I heard that song and I remembered it from that night. I didn't oh. I didn't find it. I didn't find it till like two months after the rave. Oh, Someone played it for me and I was like, What song was that? And they're like, Crawl Love Millennium and I was like I found the, I found, found it. the freaking song. <laughs> I found the freaking song. I'm fucking blaring that music for like the next month. Oh, no. Um and then you want another song, uh is Afterlife. Afterlife's yeah. a very different song. It's very different. It's very slow yeah. paced, mm-hmm. drawn out melodic drops, but it's yeah. it, it hits. I like it differently than most songs. Uh, it's not it's yeah. not one of my top. It but it's it's right. probably like number five. Um, yeah. anyways, so yeah, Lenium put on a show. Loving new DJ sets. Um, I I, I do I like Killer. how he's yeah. been throwing in some heavy dubstep. Um, now I love it. I love the sets now. Um, so anyways, let's move on. That was day one. Um, yes, sir. Day two, um, you yes. got to do kind of more of the full experience. Um, yeah. for starters though, day two is also New Year's Eve, right? Yes. Yeah. 31st. So how was the festival on day two compared to day one? Did it seem like there was a lot more energy going on, you know, people are, cause I'm always intrigued about these new year's Eve festivals because in general, right. new year's Eve, people want to go hard. People are like, it's right. new year's Eve. Like I got to enter the new year with, you know, some luck or have a good time and blah, 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 whatever yeah. your philosophy yeah. is to go into the new year. But most people like to go out right. and have a good time and stay out late and not wake up the next day. <laughs> so yeah, right. and then now add a rave to that. Um, Oh, it gets, yeah. It I want to know wild, the energy man. in that. Was it, how was it compared to day one? Yeah, um, honestly, I think I think it was a little bit, a little bit more crazy. Um, it was definitely definitely more people there, um, you know, because they of course have single day tickets. You know, you can go Friday or uh, yeah, Friday or Saturday or whatever the days were. Um, but there was definitely more people there on New Year's Eve. Um, the artists, like the lineup, was also uh, a little bit different. They had quite a few bigger names. It seemed like you know. Um, you know, they had Diplo, Zed's Dead, you know, Galantis, Joyride, uh, Fisher, Grizztronics, you know, all of them just, just back to back to back, you know, so with those, they bring a certain level of energy as well, you know, so it, it just went absolutely insane, you know, not to mention all the, uh, the Happy New Year's hats and stuff and, were people wearing those yeah. at the festival? Oh, absolutely, man! So I got funny. I got a pair of twenty twenty glasses. That you were rocking that night. 
Oh, killing it. That's yeah. too fucking funny. I would not imagine that. So tell me about, yeah. let's, we'll dive into like the New Year's part of it, but day okay. two, who yep. did you start with? Who did you see? Who did you like? Kind of stuff like that. Uh, again, we got there, uh, we got there late. Again, I don't know how three dudes get there late, but you know, we did. Uh, so we got there in the middle of Diplo set, um, which was pretty dope. Um, guys I was with, they were pretty excited for him. You know, another one of their, one of their tops. Um, and he had, uh, he had a good energy to him. Um, you know, definitely more of a, of a party pop EDM right. kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is neat. But of though. course, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, needed. it's a party day, you know? So you gotta have some of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, got the crowd, you know, moving and stuff and it's kind of nice, you know, it was warm in that tent after everybody started moving you know, oh, I bet. I bet. So that was the best yeah, part. Was, get out of that, that cold, nice, and nice know, warm yeah. tent. Yeah, it's good to go to guys like Diplo. Um, and uh, I'm assuming you went to Galantis. Did you go to Galantis? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's guys like Galantis and Diplo always bring a. Mm-hmm. They, they they tend to bring people into the scene. At least the way I look at it, because right. they they have more of that. Uh, they they they're definitely playing EDM. There's no doubt about it. But they have a more mainstream pop EDM and style kind of vibe to them. they do some yeah. collabs with more bigger people or early like in my right. instance Galantis is one of the first artists I ever listened to one of the first right. EDM artists that I liked and uh, th- those guys are needed to get people yeah. into the scene because people like them they go to festivals to see people like that and then they see other people right. and they get more and more intrigued into the scene so it, it's even though sometimes people especially I feel like here a lot of times I feel like the scene's going super hard super dubstep right uh, you know, rhythm, dubstep, it's all we want. Throwing some yeah, hard style. <laughs> mm, yeah, um, that's actually what uh what we did, you know, because we went we went Diplo and then Zed's Dead was the same uh same stage right after and then Galantis was right after Zed's Dead. So, you know, they didn't know who Zed's Dead was and you know, I, I talked to him and he just staying at the same stage and now they're hooked on Zed's Dead. You know, like, they'd never heard of them, <laughs> yeah. but dude, that's like the best thing to do for people is like you just like tell them about this artist like they don't know who it is yeah. which is funny and then they yeah. just get them you just like nah bro you gotta go see this person like you gotta go and you just convince yeah. them you just keep talking about it and convince them and then it's even better when the expectations are there like right. when we um, like I remember specifically uh, Spring Awakening two years two yes, three years sir. ago and you guys I was adamant on going to Seven Lions I was like we're going oh, to see him and you oh. guys First off, we yeah. have two instances. We have two instances that season that that festival. That festival, yeah. But I remember specifically Seven Lions, um, and just being like, "We're going to Seven Lions." Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And you guys were kind of like, "We don't know who he is at the time," and blah blah blah. Which it's, I mean, I'd I'd heard well, some of his music, you know, and I yeah, I, would, yeah, yeah. I think it was more of his like his older, really soft stuff. And I don't think I was I was feeling it as much, you know. But of course, you were you were going one way or another, so. Yeah, I wasn't missing that set. I yeah. wanted to get some of that melodic stuff in, in yeah. my face. And uh, I remember, but I remember like Nikki and uh, Z kind of Z, being like, yeah. ah, you know, I don't know. And I was like, now nah, we're going, we're going. There's no one else yeah. this time. Like, you're coming, you're coming with me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And y'all were like loving that set, bro. And they can't get it. I remember like Dude. now we go to festivals and like if Seven Lions is there, they're like, we're, we're going. We don't care who's going to play yeah. at that time. Like yeah. uh, EDCO last, uh, EDC Orlando two months ago, 19. They put Seven Lions and Arl Grime at the same time, and the boys were like, "No, we're going to Seven Lions. There's no, yeah. there's no way we're missing that." Yeah, set absolutely like not. At all. Yeah. Um, which is just, it's so funny. Um, and then also that weekend was like, uh, 
the, the people we had met at the festival talk us into going yeah. to Big Gigantic. Yes, and that was that was that. an artist oh, we yeah yeah that was an artist we all four were like, who? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're playing. They're yeah. closing out the festival, and they're like, yeah. And we're yeah. like, all right, we'll check them out. Never heard of them, but okay. And they yeah. rocked it, bro. We it was it was so it. funky. And then I remember I remember being in the set and hearing one of the songs I knew, not knowing it was yeah. you know like not knowing it was theirs, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. their song, like. It's like, it's like, song. oh shit, like yeah, what? So yeah. yeah, but that's always nice. So you got some some boys in the Zed Dad there. Um, let's talk about Zed's Dad set. Talk about that Zed's Dad set. Oh, okay. So Zed's Dad, I mean, you know, they just they always kill it. Like, I I don't know, man. There there's never been a bad Zed's Dead set in my eyes. You yeah, know, I don't think I've read into one either. You know, from their Dead Beats Radio to their live sets, you know, they just constantly killing it you know um but yeah uh this was right before they actually dropped uh we are deadbeats volume four you know so they were playing some of the songs from that you know and so it's throwing me off because you know i I like listening to a lot of different types of music and i think that i know quite a few songs but then there's those songs that you just hear and you're like what was that you know, like where where did that come from? Who is that? Was there a particular song yeah. that stuck out to you at the at the festival? Yeah, um, probably uh, "Save My Grave." That one just album. yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That was one of the best ones. Just in there. it was in my head for days, man. My it was like personal favorite is there is "Asteroid," bro. That from the new album. It's like yeah, yeah. I remember. I'm I'm almost positive that they played it for their opening at Vegas. That's what I remember it from. They, oh, they don't play the incredible. whole song. They just play that part. They build up, yeah. you know, and then they come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's dead. <laughs> Get them Z's yeah, I, know. Up, I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. That song gets me hype, bro. But that's yeah. awesome. So they put on a good show. Oh, absolutely fantastic, man. They, you know, especially, especially for the guys that didn't know who they were, you know, to see, to see the level that they bring, you know, from energy to just the variation of music, you know, it's, yeah, that's something that they do very well. And there's not a ton of artists that can, can that can move between this and that and this and that. And they do it right. Not only do they bring unique sound, but they also bring everything and anything into their sets. I mean, it's 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 going from bouncy to drum and bass to dubstep to wubs to funky yeah, shit to like to old seventies music. To there, th- yeah, they do just about yeah. everything. Um, and they do a very good well, a very well job <laughs> very, well very good job, job. very good job <laughs> at, at doing that i'm a little tired i guess yeah. um yeah. so let's continue nice. on here um yeah but they, yeah they do a great job i yeah. i'm yeah you you tend to notice new parts of it too so like edc vegas sorry to go back to this but edc yeah, vegas i noticed a lot more of their emotional stuff right and then here i noticed a lot more of honestly what i would call like crunchy bass like if that if that makes sense crunchy bass yes crunchy bass huh. as it's... opposed to just just really low wubs there's a little a certain crunch to it you know what i'm saying interesting yeah crunchy if, bass if, if you listen to the, the, i think we just started a new category bro you'll hear which songs have crunchy bass we just started a new uh category <laughs> dubstep Crun- <laughs> crunchy bass i'm gonna write that one down for sure bro yeah, I had one of the guys uh, actually ask me about a song. He was trying to remember, 
and he's like, I remember like the way it goes, you know, and he's like, wah, wah, and he like started like singing it out, and I'm like, well, was it like a wah or was it a wah? <laughs> I love you know? how it's and like he, And he just, dude, dude had like an epiphany. He was like, oh God, it was a wah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> i love it bro i love how that's like we can describe songs like that like i'll see it on twitter and they're like wah 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 you know exactly wah, what song it is yeah you're like oh i know that song <laughs> i love that song it's so funny Only an oh, um but that's cool this i played it a quite different yeah. set as they usually do um yeah. who else did you see after them uh so uh, oh, straight after them I one second it was, uh, Atlantis. You, you broke up there repeat that who'd you oh, see after as they uh glantis yeah. oh yeah yeah okay the homies yeah those guys just constantly rocking it um i love the fact that you know you can see them up there i pointed this out to the to the guys there too because they couldn't see it but they bring their drum pads and stuff with them you know so when they when they start mixing in a new song or a new build-up or whatever you can see one of the dudes just standing basically it looks like he's standing on top of the mixers you know just pounding away at this drum pad you know it's it's pretty cool to see some live stuff like that versus just just mixing you know not that there's anything wrong with that but no it's always cool it always variation. brings a certain feel to the music i absolutely agree with yeah. you. the drums drums get the crowd going too when the fucking drop oh, comes absolutely. and they got the drums up Ooh. there they're like oh shit yup glantis always puts on a good show uh i've loved seeing them like i said before they they're yeah. the ones that kind of got me into whole edm in the first place um, right so respect to the ogs there um, who Absolutely. was next on your list of artists that you saw? Uh, Joyride. Yeah, that was that was a fun set too. Um, I remember seeing him a few years ago in uh, in Colorado, and dude just threw down. You know, he went everything from uh, from his song Swerve, and then he pulled in like I'm pretty sure it was an excision drop onto it, and I was just like blown away. You know, so dude, he he has some range. Um, but he definitely tends to stay more towards uh, like kind of bass house, you know, funkier stuff and keeps the crowd energetic, you know, kind of jumping, you know. Yeah, he's somebody that I've always seen and um, I've loved him the first time we saw him. Had a great time. A lot of like yeah. you're saying, a lot of house, house bass, fast moving pace, you know, you're, you're up mm-hmm. and jumping around and having a good time. And then the second time we saw him, um, he was playing during the day, um, uh, and it was good. It was good, but we weren't. I never read, and I wasn't yeah. feeling it as much then. Then that could have been because it was just during the day, and it's hot out. No one was trying to, you know, kill themselves. Yeah. Hour one and, and two of the festival. Um, yeah. But I, I, he he always puts on something good. Uh, I know he was he he his tour was killing it for a while there. Um, right. But yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah. I like Troy. Yeah, he was he was the midnight set man, and that. You know that was that was crazy. You know to have have somebody with that kind of energy. You know, like I I honestly had no idea what song he was gonna play for midnight. So you know, because he's one of those. How does that work with the ball drop? How do they do it at the festival? I'm very curious. So I mean, obviously right, well, it's at midnight, but like, right? How do they go about it? Because it's you know during the festival they just they does he stop the music, or is like music yeah. going so, and then there's a countdown while the music. So going. he uh he chose to uh, I've seen it a couple different ways you know, videos and stuff, but, uh, he chose to stop the music, um, you know, actually count it down and, you know, said a few words or whatever. Um, you know, everybody's of course going crazy, you know, but, uh, but, you know, confetti, fog, lasers, all the lights, you know, 
everybody screaming, just jumping around, hugging everybody, you know. It was it was pretty dope. Not gonna lie, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that'd be something festival wise. It seems absolutely awesome. Something that everybody's gonna do. Yeah. Um. So go on to next artist. You just saw Joyride. Yeah. So uh. So after Joyride, um. My group kind of uh kind of had one of those split. You know decisions. Um. It was between Fisher and Grizztronics, right? And of course, I mean you know me. I'm of course going to Grizztronics, right? Um. The homies wanted to hit Fisher, so as soon as Gustronics came on, I just dipped straight up. I just left them. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. See you guys in like an hour and a half, whatever. Um, but they, I guess they hung out in between the two stages for a little bit. You know, they wandered over towards Fisher, um, and they weren't really that impressed, I guess. You know, after hearing uh, Galantis and Zed's Dead and stuff, you know, they were like, you know, Fisher's a little too chill right now you know we're still kind of hyped up and everything and they heard Gristronics start and they just ran right over and and they found me over at Gristronics and that was a insane set yeah talk to me about the Gristronics set because obviously that's something that I'm sure a ton of people want to know more about one we all know the song Gristronics it's blown up it's by far one of the best songs it was right. even probably one of the most played songs I feel like at Lost Lands this past year, which usually Absolutely. means you made it pretty big because Lost right. Lands takes a lot of the best of the best and then edits it in. Um, so tell me about that set because it's such an interesting combo. The two people that are there, Grizz and Subtronics. Grizz right. has made a name for himself. He's kind of done his own thing in the EDM world, yeah. does his own thing. Yeah, I don't produces, feel like he falls into any specific No, and produces phenomenal yeah. music all around. Right. And anything right. he tries. He he can have wubby, he can have dubstep. I always call it like an EDM funk. I don't yeah. know what else yeah. you really could kinda, call it. EDM jazz. I like mean, kind of kind of big gigantic ish in a way. Yeah, but then what no. you know, what do you describe them as? Um Exactly. I, I, but, but but and there's always technical terms, but the best way I would describe it is like an EDM funk. So you have Grizz who does his own yeah. thing, he's and he's like Big Gigantic. He's using live music with the EDM, with you know, right. he's up there DJing. Next thing you know, he's pulling out a saxophone. And you're like, what yes. the heck's going on? And then the saxophone comes in, or whatever. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. you're yes. like, ooh, that hit awesome. Like, that was so cool. And then, right. he, then he goes right back behind stage and he rips something. And you're like, oh, now he's ripping wubs. Like, holy crap. And um, then you have Subtronics, who's by Just far one of the biggest up-and-coming DJs, yeah. if not the biggest up and coming DJ and just is up there chopping away at the DJ board, bro. He, he like chops songs up that I, I don't even know how he does it. It's like, wow, did he, he just like, dude, his vault remix, like everyone obsessed with excisions vault, the song vault. Right. You're like, it can't get any better. And then subtronics comes along and is like, He's like, nah, bro, let uh, me me add some stuff to it real quick. Yeah. And then you hear (laughs) it and it's, it's almost better. You're like, oh my, yeah. I didn't know this was possible. You feel bad for saying it, but yeah. I do feel bad for saying it. Because yeah. I'm like, I like the vault, but that other one was like, the rolling thing. You're like, oh. it's insane. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, oh my God. Like, that sounds nuts. What, what just happened here? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious to see, say, or to hear, like, how, or for the audience to hear, I should say, how did that set go about? Because they do bring different styles. Not that and Gris can play the same style as Subtronics, but they bring right. in different styles. 
how did they do it? Did they go song for song? Uh, one DJ play, you know, a few the other play DJ play, or did they just like right. were they just up there just mixing it like crazy? Like you didn't know who, uh, almost to the point where like you didn't know who was who. See, so to start it, um, they kind of well first they just started just going crazy, right? Lasers on the first song, like immediately. Um, but because of the way that Grizz does his sets as well, you know, where he he changes it up, it's kind of hard to tell specifically who picked what you know it it honestly felt like they uh they worked together Mm -hmm. beforehand and they were like like yo if you play this you know i should play this song with it or whatever you know yeah just build up all the compliment compliment each other in a sense yeah yeah um then they played uh was it subtronics intro like 20 minutes in you know so you're like okay so he's in charge of this one right and then, you know, they played one of Grizz's songs and you're like, okay, now he's playing. So you could kind of get a, a feel for it. And then you hear Sweet Caroline come on and you're like, okay, now which one of them just did that? <laughs> Sweet Caroline, <Right>? baby. <laughs> Dude, love that the song. Best. Number two Absolutely. on the most loved white person song. <laughs> <laughs> Behind. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, okay. hey. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so it was, it was wild, man. Crazy style, back to back. Would you describe yeah. it as a back to back like no other you've seen before at the, at this point in time? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I've it was I think I think we saw Nightmare and Slander back to back at one point, and I remember being blown away by that. But you mean one point in general or one point? Uh, not the festival in I mean, the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. past. I'm, yeah I'm sorry, just to yeah. clarify for everybody. Yeah, yeah okay. my bad, y'all. Um, but yeah, I remember I remember being blown away by, by that, but then this was just whoa. Like like I, I honestly don't even know how to describe it because it was Yeah, something it you was haven't every it was everything. You know, everything. they had mm-hmm. they had from the funky stuff that Grizz plays to the crazy hardest drop that Subtronics has back to like a Tiesto song. With, I love it. Like, I love when they can make like a Drezzo drop on it. It just it none of it made sense, but, but they made went, it work. They made it work. That's awesome. Oh um, well. Real quick, I want to touch on the visuals for that set. How? Yeah. How did um they do that? Because Grizz tends to be more of a vibrant color, trippy right. kind of visual person, and Subtronics. His visual game is on the come up. He's got one or two yeah. that are probably pretty good for his songs. Right. Um, so how did that go? We'll give us a brief little synopsis on that. Um, honestly, they stuck. They stuck with uh, with more Grizz kind of visuals. It seemed like. Um, I don't know if they just decided like, hey, his stuff doesn't really. What is it? Doesn't really have like a, a particular image to it. You know, like Subtronics has his Cyclops. Right. right, his little melty cyclops, which is dope and stuff, but you can clearly tell that that's just Subtronics, right? So Grizz's stuff was more more generic, but also a bit more interesting than just a cyclops up there or, you know, one of their names up there. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, so just I mean, it was it was a lot of basic shape kind of stuff, but but with the colors that they had on the screen and then the the lights and the lasers that they had working with it. Absolutely killed it. 
So, yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. It sounds like a great festival. Yeah. Um, oh, it was, in, it was pretty good. In closing, I always like to give the listeners like tips and pointers on what the festival, what they can, ex- what they can expect, any pointers you have for them going. So if you can give some of those. Um, right. You know, obviously with the basic rave gear is needed. Uh, right. It, but, you know, explain um, in detail if anything specifically is so, needed. So going from going from like Florida festivals, right? You you know what we wear in Florida. You know it's shorts and no shirt with a camelback, right? Oh yeah. Like it's it's hot all the time. Um, well, I didn't I didn't plan ahead for the weather like I should have, right? I did bring a pair of jeans that you know, so I wore a pair of jeans and I had my Illinium uh, Red Rocks jersey on. Um, so that was that was all right for for a little bit, but the wind chill out there just it cuts through stuff you know so if you're gonna go if you're gonna go to a festival man like for new year's make sure you you have a thick jacket or a light windbreaker or something that that'll stop the wind you know shoved in your camel bag and you know then go through the festival and when you leave put it back on so you don't get hypothermia because yeah. i almost did like it was bad it was cold um was... anything else they should know about the festival uh yeah camelbacks make sure you got one of those you know they have free water at the majority of these festivals um do they sell even do they sell water at this one for those who don't have bring your backpack honestly i'm not sure if they i mean i'm sure at one point you know they kind of have to right but but i i just saw the free water stations you know and they actually weren't as organized as some that i've seen before for you know um edc smf they all have they all have very clear lines you know this was kind of like just a free-for-all you know it was like six six fountains just put up next to each other and it was like hey go get your water you know it's like good luck there's no cups so if you don't have a camel back you're kind of screwed you know yeah all right that's uh, that's good i appreciate the tips and stuff on um, yeah. that note we're gonna close it out here um Alrighty. i uh would love to have you back on um one recap love other festivals back, yeah. that other festivals that would go to to mm-hmm. to have a, your own episode it'd be awesome um it's Ooh, uh dope. oh absolutely let's do it yeah. all right everybody peace